Hey yo, this is LJ. And this is Jay Hen. And right now, you're listening to On Wax the Podcast. And if you haven't already, subscribe on iTunes and you have to leave us a five-star review. You can also like us on Facebook and follow the podcast on SoundCloud and Stitcher. But if you don't, then we're going to have to put your ass on wax. Wax, wax, wax. And again, keep in mind that me and LJ are like 12. One, either you made it, or two, you're fucked. I'm not doing it on Sunday. I'm sorry. I'm going to exaggerate the fuck out of this. So we had one coach who had a permanent heart on all the time. <laughs> yeah, this shit's kind of annoying, though, but yeah. I'm buying your ass a thong. <laughs> yeah. Who would win right now? You or 55-year-old Jackie Chan? I'm about to throw the fuck up. He wants that little dick. Say it's the biggest fight of the year they may be the best team in the nba fun facts for you about dating i think different women like different things not told anybody about this story in my life on wax Yo, what up? We got the Freestyle King in the building, ESG. ESG. What up, man? What it do? What it do? What it do? Let me hit the applause button. Yay! Yay! <laughs> Texas legend right here, guys. Texas I, legend. What up, what up, what up, my... What y'all up to, man? Hey, man, we are super excited to have you on. You're by far one of our favorite rappers. We grew up listening to you. My brother grew up listening to you. Yeah. And we still are listening to you. That South Side's still holding track, man. We got we to gotta jump into that in a little bit, yeah, man. That for shit sure. is fire. For I sure. appreciate you, man. Appreciate you, man. It's all good, man. I'm happy to be on here with you, boys. Let's get it, man. Let's get it. Yeah, man, man. First, question, first question I got right off the bat Um Stand up ESG stand up comedy. Yeah, man, I, I'm so glad. Hey, it, somebody dared me, man, about eight, about seven, eight months ago, and so, uh, man, I, I've done improv. I've done, I've done a host of comedy rooms, and it's been so good, and the reception has been overwhelming. So, I actually created a whole job for it. That's that, that's another career move that I got, man. And <laughs> yeah. It's so crazy that people that know my music know I rap so, you know, so much. I tell so many stories and detailed street stuff and graphic stuff. It's like, well, how can they be stand-up comedy? Do stand-up comedy. I'm actually bringing my world to the comedy world. So it's issues to see screwed up comedy, man. No it's just me being myself, telling okay. all the stories that I know. People love it, man. People love it. <clears throat> For sure, man. So, um, so not only comedy, but you also have a movie coming out Sunday in Houston. Is that correct? Yeah, man. Yeah, man. I co-wrote, co-directed. Uh, my, uh, I've, I've, I've co-written a movie before. A uh, small film, uh, independent film called Dirty Third. And that was like a big hood classic out here in the South. But uh, I, I've been away from the camera about 10 years, man. So i just been doing behind the scenes. So I actually got back in front of the camera, uh, started doing some more training and rehearsing. And people love it, man. I got my first uh, first uh, film that I co-wrote, co-directed, coming out with my boy uh, Skrilla from Grade A Media. It's called Sunday in Houston. And we dropping that. Uh, the week of June 27th, same time we dropped the Southside Stone Remix video, and we got the tour going on. So, 
you know, June 27th is going to be a busy week, man. So I, we definitely got to get you guys to see the movie. We might be in San Antonio, but we know we're going to show it in Austin. We're showing it in Dallas. We're showing it in Houston. Well, well no, uh, oh, ESG, I was going to put you on wax, man. I, I, I heard you give those dates out. And, yeah, it was Austin. It was Dallas. It was Houston. And you, you skipped out on San Antonio. I had to call you out on that. What's up with that? <laughs> Yeah, man, we we try to school. You gonna try to school you? You San Antonio boys, and you know, R.I.P. to Popovich's wife too, man. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. R.I.P. R.I.P. Like, sir, gotta show the Spurs love. Yeah, Spurs love, but you know, you guys, you guys, San Antonio, you guys have a little slow season this year. Finally, you guys are making it in order. So, well, well, I'm yes. trying to move it that way to give y'all spirits. ESG, I want to be clear about something. I. I'm I'm always okay. I'm always the black sheep. I'm a Houston Rocket fan. Been a Rocket fan, and and, and we yeah. we we we, we, we going we going to the ship this year, man. I'm in a Rocket yeah, hat right yeah. now. You already know what it is. Yeah, I got mine too. I got mine too. I'm a, I, you believe it or not, you know I, I'm not scared to admit it. The, the Rockets are my team, but they're my second favorite team of all time. Okay. My first, I'm a, I'm a diehard Laker man, man. I'm Lakers. a diehard Kobe, Shaq fanatic. Lakers, okay. So, you know. Yeah, man, Lakers, man. Hey, man, Kobe, Shaq, man. What you mean, man? That's after true. Team, after Keem was gone, it was downhill for the Rockets. So, I That's had a true. choice. I was going to either ride with Steve Steve Francis and Coutinho Mobley or Shaq and Kobe. I chose Shaq and Kobe. <laughs> there you go. Now, I got a couple quick. Yeah. Since, we're on the, since we're on the sports topics i had one for you so we might as well throw it out there des bryant in a houston texas jersey are you feeling it yeah i'm feeling it he's a possession receiver he needs to go somewhere where he can be the possession receiver you know we have we have hopkins who's a great number one we have uh fuller who will take the top off the defense you know more of a speed receiver and we do not have a, a great tight end so we need a position receiver there's a slide right in to be the position receiver that'll fit for us it'll be great yeah that could be a really good fit for him actually if, he, if, if they nice. about that yeah that'll make that offense even more dangerous man so yeah um jumping in, into the uh, music yeah, man. man so jumping yeah. into the uh, music you know that like that like sets you off and puts you on the map, man. You know, you were part of two of the biggest, arguably two of the biggest songs that ever come out of Texas in history with Man and Get Your Hands Up. Did you know that that uh, these would be nationwide hits whenever you were done recording, or did they just kind of take off and you didn't even know? Uh, no, you know, I mean, you know, it just was just something we did. But, you know, they are two of the biggest hits, but Swangin' and Bangin', I think, was a bigger Texas hit than those two. So, um, the producer actually, my boy, he, he didn't really even like swinging the bang. One of my boys who, who worked on the production, I was like, you know, so, so. But when the streets heard it, it was retarded. I knew the streets was going to love man. I just had that feeling, you know. And um, what's so crazy, don't get your hands up. Uh, youngster, uh, SUC Youngster, he, he we didn't met like him. the beat, the producer. The producer who gave me the beat, he was like, man, here go some beats. These are the ones that I tried to give youngster. He didn't pick. And when I heard that beat, Shit, take I'm it. like, he ain't like that one. He was like, no. <laughs> I said, give it here. I got an idea for it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So, you know, my thing with music is you, you you can't, if you go at, if you go into the studio and try to record the song and your intentions is uh, predominantly to make that song be a hit record, a it's lot of times that's not how it works. Exactly. It has to be organic. You have to feel the music. You know what I'm saying? You have to want. You have to be trying to create a great song before you can create 
a song for radio or, you know, when people try to do that, they're like, hey, man, I'm going to make me a song. There's going to be a straight straight radio hit. That's not how it goes. The, the, the streets and right. the people have to feel the song at once. So I never went in with those intentions. I just went in with the intentions of doing good music. Now, now, Swinging and Banging is a dope track. I don't want to take nothing away from it, but there's nothing on Swinging and Banging that makes your neck break when you hear, man, man, I chopped the <laughs> yeah, block. You're like, right. See my <laughs> propellers when they land. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's true, too. That's true, too. Neck, um, neck uh, on. My neck's is, piling off. I, today. I, you think about all those? The reason I give you, I tell you you won because all, all three of those songs, you can automatically know you automatically know which one is the best concert song out of those three. Oh shit! Yeah. Man, yeah. Man, is man for sure. Yeah. And it's man. When man come on, people just lose their mind. Oh man, I still lose my mind. It's, it's 2018. Yeah, to EDM, yeah, man. Yeah, no, that's super, yeah. super dope track. Um, working with Big Mo on man, did you do you have like a well, even Screw, I wanted to ask you, like, did you yeah. have any, uh, you know, stories about Big Mo or Big Screw? Uh, oh, DJ Screw, DJ I'm sorry. Man screw, man, man, screw, man, man, Screw, that was a million stories. We were friends outside of music, so we used to be together every day, you know, so we always around each other sitting around Screw House when it's, it just wasn't even about music. So there's thousands of stories I could tell about Screw, man. I'll just say some of his stories. I was, you know, uh, um, some of the funny ones, I'll tell you a funny one with Screw. Like how people how people talk about sipping sipping syrup nowadays. Um, you did not want to drink syrup with Screw, you know, in a funny way. You know, God bless us, you know, he's gone, we miss him. But in a funny way, it was like if you made a mistake and picked up Screw Cup, everybody knew you picked up Screw Cup. That would, you would <laughs> never want to pick that cup up again. So wow. Screw was a real poorly animal, you know. And uh, like with Big Mo, I'm gonna tell y'all something funny about Big Mo. Big Mo would stand up in the studio and be in the booth singing. And he'll be like, you know, this is the big mode. And really would be standing up sleep, man. I like, used to be like, man, come on, man. You're standing up sleep. It was so funny. He pulled big a Joe Diaz. Big Poker big used to do that too. Legendary Big Poker. They should see Big Poker. So, you know, those are some of the funny stories about them too. But but Big Mo would be talking to you and would just start snowing, standing up. I, you know, Man. I never fell asleep standing up. So, but that was so funny. You I know, got a, RIP to both of them. I got a quick quick trivia question for you. When when we say Screwville, what what town comes to mind? Smithville. That's only and, one town. Yeah. Hey and. Hey, me, me, and me, and my boy LJ from, there. from Smithville graduated from Smithville. Yeah, man. What? Yeah, yeah we, man. That's that's yeah. that's Schoolville. Smithville is Schoolville. Yeah, Don't man. know other town come to my mind, but that one. That, that's that's right. ESG, yeah, man. my dude. So, um, ESG, you know, uh, chopped and screwed was such a you know a, like original sound like directly from houston you know um it was just so original i mean i moved to the east coast and um i would play chopped and screwed music and my friends wouldn't know what the hell i was listening to you know and you know, i had to explain to them you know this is what we listen to out there you know so um why do you right. think uh chopped and screwed was so big in the south and why do you think it kind of never caught on nationally and um I think it was the it was the I think it was the way of life. I, I'm not gonna say, you know, I'm not gonna attribute it to sipping syrup, but uh, you got to think um, like drugs. I, I hate to say that, but I'm just a street dude. Actually, that's just how the music was. When you take when you taking you take into like the 80s, the ni early 90s and the 80s before our time, 
um, the music was faster, right? So, and when we became teens in, in, in the 90s into the 2000s, the music for us down here was slower. Because, you know, one thing, you know, we just moved slow. Like guys with slabs and the culture, they did not drive fast cars. They wasn't trying to buy Ferraris. They was buying classic cars. They was buying Lex, Buicks, things of that nature. So you you can paint them. The, the thing, you riding slow through the hood. Yep. So by you riding slow and you may be sipping. So your mind state is in the slow down mind state. You're not trying to be riding through, hanging out the window doing donuts. Uh, so everybody was in a slow mode. So by being in the cruise and in the slow mode, the music just fit and sounded so good. And the way it became crazy in the hoods were it didn't matter what neighborhood you're from. So if you're from a hood called, uh, if you're from San Antonio and you come come to school house from San Antonio, you make your tape and you name all your neighborhoods from San Antonio, all your friends from San Antonio. And now everybody in San Antonio hearing this tape. So everybody from different areas and walks of life in the South that got to come to Screwhouse were able to make their own their own um, soundtrack to their life. So that's how it became such a craze because people felt like superstars just because they could right. hear their neighborhood that that um, that NWA would ne- was never going to say their neighborhood. But you can hear your neighborhood on a DJ Screw tape. So yeah. that's how it kind of became a craze. And and it caught on a lot of other places. They buy screw tapes all over. But our culture was just so embedded. That's like you see candy cars uh, uh, all through the South. But you're not going to see a slab in New York. You're not going to see a slab right. in Miami. You're going to see a dump. You're not going to see a slab in L.A. You're going to see a lowrider. So our music just kind of fit with our culture. So that's kind of the reason it never blew up around the world. But our culture... And our type of music with the slow down screw sound, Rick Ross' first song, Every Day I'm Hustling, Hustling, Every Day I'm Hustling. Yep. He had been living in Houston for a while. That's a screw, you know, Lil Wayne, everything, all the stuff Lil Wayne was was doing at one time. Two Chain with the double cuts, all that, all that is screw influence. You know, the list goes on and on and on from yep. the jury. Like, uh, a lot of them start going to Johnny to get jewelry. Like, people didn't get jewelry from Jacob the Jeweler, all the Southern acts. They all came to H-Town for Johnny. So our culture is embedded in hip-hop left and right. And then when it crossed over, that's how you got the the powwows, the comedianaires, the Mike Jones, the Slim Thugs. Um, once, like, the Steel Tipping and that whole era took off, it was still a screw culture. It was still a screw sound. It was just Swisher yeah. House, but that still was screw culture and screw sound. That's and true. the world adapted to that. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Jermaine Dupree was doing songs with Power Out by Grills. You know, the list goes on and on and on. Yeah, yeah. But uh, it's all good. You know, they they, they they know where the history comes from, so it's good that, that we still here to, to, to kind of, um, how can I say it, to enlighten them and let them know where it comes from and keep keep going and just you know you just uh evolving the music look at travis scott you know his, his music sounds different but he's aged out to his core and his soul with his with the stuff that he talks about you know what i'm saying so well that was uh, the question that, that i was going to ask um I, I had it a little bit later down but how do you feel like when a travis scott like you said his music in my opinion it doesn't really sound houston like you have a younger kirko bangs and i feel like his influence is is definitely houston but when you have like a Travis Scott, he he's more of a I feel like a more of a trappy, more of a Atlanta sound. He has Atlanta, Atlanta fluids for sure. Yeah, like, yeah, he do. That's what he blew up at first. But he right. didn't get the double cup. He didn't get the double cup that he's he's uh, 
that he's holding in the videos in, in Atlanta. So right. it's still an influence of the culture. You know okay. what I'm saying? Right. Uh, the, 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 same, the jury, he wear the same kind of jury like Houston people wear. He's always in Houston. You know what I'm saying? So the culture is still there. Atlanta okay. is just a Houston culture with a little twist on it. Yeah, to that's me. true. That's all it is. Yeah, you I, know what I'm saying? I agree. Uh, that's, that's basically what that is. But the sound, there's no one sound for Houston to me. Houston is, is because you look at Beyonce, she's the biggest artist in the world. She's still Houston, and you still hear it in her music. You know what I'm saying? So, mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. some people just, you know, totally out of the loop. Like, like Two Chains, for example. Two Chains music is Atlanta, but his flow, he don't have Atlanta flow. He got that A-sound flow. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just to me, he got this slow draw, that little slow flow he got. So, you know, it's just kind of hard to put it in. There's no genre of music nowadays. Everything is totally... It's like a big gumbo pot. You don't yeah. know what you get. You get EDM. You have screw EDM music coming out there. <laughs> yeah. So um, my question for you is, uh, <laughs> yeah. So um, are you hoping that you know Houston has you know that like one person that that like comes out to represent Houston, or like are you okay with you know just having the OGs and the legacy still there, or like or like do you want someone new to like pop up and be like you know I'm represent I'm representing Houston. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I can't speak for other people. You know, I, I can only speak for me. And for me, my thought process of that is that, you know, that's why I'm still here and we're trying to mend the cultures together, new and old. You know, yeah. that's why you have a song. I have a song when I have a, I mix a Slim Thug, Lift Flip with a Bun B, but I also have a new upcoming Hispanic artist named That Boy T, or a new young and 20, 22 year old artist named Trilly Pogan. I put them all together. You know what I'm saying? You have to, it, it has to be a variety and a blend of it. You know, um, you right. look at, you know, the noise, for example, like Nipsey Hussle is making on the West Coast. Of course, but he worked with the Snoops and everybody first. At the same time, he still got Kendrick on there. He still got a dumb Kennedy. You have to, you to me, if you want to be super relevant, I think you have to blend the age differences and the cultures together. You know what I'm saying? There's enough money for everybody. So, you know, I don't think there's one person that could just come out and just say, hey, I'm ripping the sound for Houston now. Because mm-hmm. it'll never be, you know, you can't. That just don't happen. Right. You know what I'm saying? Nobody mm-hmm. wins the same shit by themselves. No matter right. what you say about Michael Jordan, he never got one without Scottie Pippen. True. And mm-hmm. neither one got one without, True. you know, without, without Phil. Phil Jackson. So <laughs> everybody's going to work as a team. I prefer it being more as a team because everybody, you know, we get to have a tour with 10 or 15 Houston acts on one tour. You know, I like, I, I love Max So Cream. Max So Cream don't have the normal Houston sound. He makes his hip hop with his, he makes hip hop with street, you know, and at all in one. So I love artists like that. You know what I'm saying? Which is a good look for Houston. You know, right. so, oh, yeah. so many of the major labels used to think Houston artists only can talk about cars and surf. That's what the major knock for our artists were. That's why had Travis Scott come out out of Houston. He might have not got to be as big as he is now. Good, he did go to Atlanta at first. And you know what I'm saying? You right. got Dice Soho. He's from straight from Houston, straight from the coach. Mm-hmm. But he's out there in LA, you know, mingling with the other towns. So you have to mesh the sounds together. We in the South, so there got to be some gumbo. You know, that's what we need. But there's not one person that's going to be able to come out and say, hey, I wrecked the whole Houston sound and it, mm-hmm. unless it's ESG. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now I'm humbly saying that. I'm playing with y'all. Right, yeah, I, gotta, I, 
Right. I got right. a cool question. Um, so many of these young, well, it's you know what I thought it was some of the younger generation, but it's not. It started with you know with Ti calling himself the King of the South, and then that you know that you know made Lil Flip feel a certain way. Mike Jones started calling himself the yeah. Mayor, made Trey feel a certain way. Uh, you know, Takashi six nine these days. Now he's calling himself the King of New York. That's making a lot of people in New York. Even you've dealt with it with the whole freestyle King title. How does it? Yes, what yes. what? What do you think it is about when someone gives themselves like a self-proclaimed title? What do you think it is that rubs people off the wrong way? See, I I I, I had to learn that myself, but like I never called myself the freestyle king at the beginning. You know, when we went to schoolhouse, people people start calling us that. You just call me and Fat Pat and all us that. You call it Kiki that, and they be like them the freestyle kings. So I noticed once we said it ourselves. Everybody else felt like we were saying that, that they weren't, you know. And so it would always be, that's before the social media craze, but it was always be uh, fans and friends that might, you know, me and LaFleur started together. You know, we all started right. together. Kiki, all of them. We all started together. You know what I'm saying? When they met me, they come up, you know, different ways. You know, I took Flip to the studio like, hey, I tried to, you know, bring him in the game as a young artist. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. didn't, you know, I never looked at it that day, way of saying if I caught myself a freestyle king, meant that they, those other two weren't. It was the fans that would go up and be like, you're not the freestyle king, the Flip said he is. He said mm-hmm. you ain't, right. you know, and then this right. person says this, this person that Next you have all this, but we're old and mature now, so... I don't even say words no more like that that would cause the friction. You right, know, I say right. my own word. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, you know, but uh, uh, that's just that's just how people are, man. People I, in territory, especially in our, in our culture, man. And right. In our culture, people are very territorial. You know I what I'm mean, saying? It's like um, if I come out on my podcast, I'd be like, I'm the king of all podcasts. Now, everybody with a podcast is going to be like, well, does he mean the podcast is better than ours? So I just try to stay away from stay away from word titles like that now. You know? Time I out, time out, time out. <laughs> Uh, yeah. ESG, yeah. quick question. Um, I know you really can't speak for many people, but you can kind of sort of speak for yourself. Um, I've always wondered this, so maybe you can shed some light on it, and maybe you can't. This is just a this is a question for myself. Why do you think it is that little flip? You know, he's just had so many encounters and so many different altercations. With you know, before it was you, before you, it was you know, little flex, and then from little flex, it went to you. He had issues with Paul Wall, Slim Thug. I mean, the list goes on from the Texas rappers. Uh, even you know, Scarface had you know, got in the middle, of course, between the big you know, uh, the TI beef, and and on TI's King City, it, it sounded like Pimp C kind of sided with um, TI during the whole you situation. Mean Scarface? Yeah. Scarface, no. That was Scarface. Uh, Pimp C was actually on uh, one of. Okay, well, why do you why do you think so many people went against him? Man, uh, I can't say it, but I'll tell you what happened. Mm -hmm. I pretty much raised Flip. You know what I'm saying? I grew on Flip. Man, man, Flip was like he was with me 24 seven. My wife used to always say, "Why didn't the dude I was with you?" I'm like, "Man, he a fan because he was really (laughs) a fan." I'm like, "He want to rap." You know what I'm saying? He's trying to get in the game. Mm-hmm. And what happened was he just had people around him that would that would push the buttons. You know what I'm saying? And be like, man. And you know what? Once you get a little money and power, sometimes it's hard to control the tongue. The right. tongue is a, is, is a powerful weapon. And you may not even need, mean nothing when you say something in a freestyle. You know what I'm saying? Like, San Antonio ain't nothing. I, 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 I. So now the whole San Antonio thinks you're not, you don't, you have beef with them. 
are the mm-hmm. same with that. And I, I don't know. I just know one thing. Had we been friends, you know, we fell out behind the whole of music and the freestyle stuff because it was people pushing buttons. But in his back, like, man, forget him, man. Ain't your, don't worry about that, da, da, da. So he went his own way. But we we like we still like brothers. You know, right. we've been friends for like over eight years now. We we on tour together and all that. I was going to ask. Me and him still been friends. Yeah, had me and him never fell out, all that other stuff wouldn't have never happened. Like, T.I. wouldn't have been able to tell him that like that. You know what I'm saying? Oh, okay. I, it's okay. just like uh, more people would have rolled with him. But it was like he got on and a lot of people just looked at it like he turned his back on people. So, you know, hmm. so that would made him like, okay, if you want to go to war with these people, now you have to go to war with these people by yourself. That's kind of how it works. Just a bunch of young friction. His mind right, is yeah. totally different. Nobody, you know, we all well, different thinking think now. It's well, like, if you look at the, like you say about the Takashi. Right. He's saying he's the king of New York, king of New York. There's, at, at, and when I was that age and I came in a rap game, I paid so much homage uh, to, to the ones that, that opened doors before me, mm-hmm. my mind wouldn't even, even let me say that. You know, I would have felt like I would have been disrespecting the UGK. I would have felt like I was disrespecting Scarface. Right. So yeah. I would have never just came out and said that. Because some people do not understand if, if you got to have love for the art and the culture first. Mm-hmm. You have to respect the game. If yep. you respect that, everything else will fall in place. When a new artist comes on nowadays, if the new artist walk in the room and there's a bunch of legends in the room and the new artist walks in and he says, Hey man, what's up, y'all? I'm so and so, so and so. You know, number love, man, but I'm up you know, I'm new, I'm trying to get in there, I'm doing this, da da da. But I salute you for those that came before me. Those legends are gonna respect this guy to the utmost right. from there on out. Of course, right. But when mm-hmm. the new guy walks in the room and he don't speak to nobody and it's just looking around like because I got the deal and I got all the money and yeah. F all y'all, you're going to have those kind of phrases. It's, it's, it's all about the energy that you bring. You bring negative energy into the game, negative energy is going to follow you in the game. So, mm-hmm. you know, I try to teach a lot of my, you know, young artists that, that I deal with and that's down with me, all, all the way to my son. Man, it got to be positive energy, man. It got to be positive energy. Everybody can get rubbed the wrong way. And when they rub me the wrong way, sometimes I go, but I'm not like I used to be. <laughs> so I'm, 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 I'm just, I just, I'm for real. I'm for real. I'm, I'm a, I'm a happy rapper now. I'm not the mad rapper. You know, when you're young, because I was going through life, man. Hey, man, these rappers getting deals now, man. He, right, hey, right. Four hundred thousand. Huge deals. Lambo. Yeah. I was in real life. We was going through life situations, life or death situations every day. You think I was worried about that? Hey, man, it was harder back then. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. It's a lot easier for some of these artists nowadays. Now, now, you've been in the rap game for such a long time. If you had the opportunity to work with one, one, you know, one collaboration, one artist that you haven't already worked with, who's your dream collab? Who who would you want to get on the track with? Well, I'll, I'll do your past. I'll do your past and present. Back as a kid coming up, of course, it would have wanted to have been Tupac. You know what I okay. mean? Okay, okay. I was a big right. Tupac fan. Yeah. So it would have had to been both of them. But for nowadays, the, my new feeling, the now, it got to be, it, it would have to be Jay-Z or Kendrick. Oh, Ooh, okay. Kendrick, Kendrick oh, yeah. nice. He's not yeah. a surprise. I can, if I get with Jig, I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna give you a business. I'm gonna give you a business boss song. If I get with Kendrick, I'm gonna give you a, a great neighborhood tale song of us going out story to story of metaphor for metaphor. But that will be my choice. Yeah, those now, good now, um, I can't pick one, man. I can't pick one, man. I yeah. got, it's either or. If I can't get Jay Z, I go with Kendrick. <laughs> I can't get Kendrick, I go with Jay Z. <laughs> now, now, uh, uh, leaving leaving rap for a little bit. 
Um, your social media is always popping. It's always funny. You got the funny memes. You got the funny videos. But one thing that you posted that caught my eye is your uh, the Starbucks, the Starbucks situation. I think uh, you you reposted something that Kevin Hart said. Um, all that Starbucks drama. Uh-huh. You have like uh, tons of people trying to boycott Starbucks, including Ti. What was your thoughts on the t- uh, on the whole Starbucks situation? Because I I personally think Look. Kevin Hart said it best. But you had your own thoughts. I know. Yeah, look, the day that it happened, the day that it happened, I was at Starbucks. You know what I'm saying? And like, I got home, I got home, and it works at radio. He always be laughing like, "You, you, you, one of the biggest gangster rappers I know out of here, and you always at Starbucks." It's just what I like. You know what I'm saying? It's just me. Yeah. So, um, mm-hmm. I was at Starbucks and I, and I, uh, and I told my boy who works there, I was like, "Man, you know what?" They tripping, man. Come on, let's take us a picture. I, you know, it's mm-hmm. just me, my normal thinking. It was just all organic. So I took a picture with him, and somebody, man, somebody tried to call me being a coon for going to Starbucks. Man, I what? went bananas because I was like, people, people do not understand certain things. I'm like, man, you're gonna fault uh, this whole company behind one person's thought process that's in a whole other state, uh, somewhere way across the United States from us. So, you know, and I hate when people do that. It's like people let certain celebrities or just because someone may be of a certain uh, stature and they just automatically listen to them. You know what I'm saying? So I was like, uh, I'm like, damn. So I'm like, oh, they made a tripping on Starbucks. So I had to make a video mm-hmm. and, and call them out and tell them. I'm like, okay. So y'all get mad because one person say something about something happened at Starbucks. Now all y'all mad at everybody else for going to Starbucks. You mm-hmm. want to boycott Starbucks. I say, man, name all the other problems that go on in the world that people have. I True. think, you know, people, all kind of trouble happens with people every day across the United States, and y'all are not boycotting that. Y'all are just running y'all mouth. Y'all are just trolling. Y'all just want to say something on the internet. You know, and that's basically, that's basically how I put it. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, you know, you guys will let they like lights get cut off just to go get Michael Jordan's shoes. You know what I'm right. saying? Like, All the right. time. He won't buy his kid All something. the time. He won't buy his kid a dollar something to eat because he has to buy these Michael Jordan shoes. And there's so other, so many other things, you know. People love to talk about, you know, police this, police that, police this. Man, the police tell you whatever to do, they do it. So why <laughs> do you get mad with other people if I choose to go to Starbucks? Because I'm not going to fault. I can't fault this Starbucks because that's how I kind of feel. You know, and it'd be touching to situations and I would have to stay away from it because I just speak my mind. You know, that's how I feel towards, like, people of different color. Like, I have I have so many friends that's of, of every, every ethnicity you can think of. And we're right. cool. And we're friends. And I've always been like that. But sometimes you have people be like, man, man, we were slaves. I was like, man, I wasn't no damn slave. I wasn't. <laughs> I cannot talk this man right here. His 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 great 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 whatever didn't have nothing to do with with what went on back then. Mm-hmm. You cannot right. carry those mm-hmm. those old problems and and fault everyone else because if other people made it out of those situations, you can make it out. You know, my nationality. Mm-hmm. I found out. You know, I'm I'm German, Indian, and black. So y'all, <laughs> <laughs> you know, hey, you know, every everybody's their own person, man. Right. I do not fault a whole. I do not fault a whole race of people because of one other person's mistake, man. Mm-hmm. That's just how I was raised, and that's how I am. ESG. Yeah, man. 
I don't want to take up too much of your time. We're trying to be uh, respectful of your time. I know you're, you're busy. Um, I, I definitely want to apologize for yesterday. I'm glad that we can actually get you back yeah, on today. Sure. Where can people find you on social media, bud? Yeah, everything ESG world. ESG world. Y'all look that up, man. And look, um, oh, whatever yeah. time permits, man, one day maybe we can get, you know, I catch y'all again and either have y'all on my show or I'll be in the studio with you guys. Then I can give you a freestyle and y'all can see why they call me the king. Yeah. Man. <laughs> oh, yeah. Don't. don't don't tempt me to put uh, on a beat, ESG. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. So, hey, man. appreciate y'all for having me, bro. We appreciate, appreciate you. Appreciate it. You're a real one, and we're supporting all, everything from your from your movie to your comedy to your music. Everything. We've been holding you down for 20-plus years, man. Keep doing your damn thing, all right? Yes, it's you been will. an absolute honor to have you on. All right, Jay. All right, man. All right, never love, never love. See you later. ESG, Thanks. the freestyle king. The original member of the e- screwed up click. Let's go. Shit, and was- I just want to I want to preview one of his songs. So this one, I swear to God, listen to it today. Stuck in my head all fucking day. This one's called ESG Southside Still Holding. Watch this shit. Dope dude, man. Super fucking dope. Oh, for sure. Dope Watch dude. this. Hold on, hold on. How much cash that you Hey, that boy had me when he said there's only one town, and that's Smithville. Dude, that voice is fucking unique. I love it, oh, man. Love, Hold boy. up, man. Damn. Hey, ESG, if you're listening to this podcast, I had one additional question that hopefully you can write as a comment, man. Um, I just want to know, like, when you first heard Screw do Chopped and Screwed, what you thought about it, man? Like, I really want to know an- that. I, I can answer that for you. Fire. Oh, I know. <laughs> Gush. Gush. <laughs> I just wanted to know, like, I just want to hear the story of, like, he, 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 like, walked in and a screw was on the turntable, screwing that shit. I was like, this is gonna, it's gonna be a hit. That'd be dope. Hold what on. That? Hold on. Man's so dope. Play man that right now. My favorite. Right now. No, no bullshit. I'm not even just saying this because he's on my podcast. Top five track of the world. Hold on. 
I'm a GC, won't stop. I set up shop, then I make it. Show ass naked, mom five protected. See, say, ass naked. Don't play, never did. Show ass naked. Turn it upside down and I'ma slip it. Give me a kilo and I'ma whip it. Ship it, distribute it just like cake. When I touch the track, the track here yeah, break. R.I.P. to Big Mo. And screw, man. R.I.P. to Mo and screw, man. God damn. Man. Holy shit, man. What you say? Listen, I don't want to be, I don't want to just like act like I'm overdoing it. But have you ever heard a song like right now where your fucking stomach's twisted because it's so fucking mean? I can barely breathe right now. That I haven't heard. Every time you, you haven't heard man after like a couple of years, you hear man again, you're like, ugh. Like, how did I even not play this every single day of my life? This song's so dope. Like, everyone, <sighs> everyone kills that bitch. ESG kills that bitch. Mo kills that bitch, man. It's fucking dope, man. Mm. Yeah, super dope, man. But shout out to ESG for being on the podcast, man. Super dope dude, man. Gave a great interview, man. Great interview, man. Seriously. Oh, man. Covered a bunch of topics, man, from the Starbucks all the way down to his legacy and his comedy. Yeah, man. Was, Hold on right quick. Hold on right quick. It was dope. From, from, a, from a rap perspective, Magno, Lil Show, ESG. We what might the as well fuck get, we doing? We, we might as well just get the whole Houston. Uh, what the fuck we doing, but The whole Houston sound on there, man. I think we might as well just go ahead and get everyone else on there, man. LJ, don't 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 spoil my my surprise. But do we have more? Yeah, there's more. There's definitely more for sure. So uh, stay tuned. But uh, shit, man. Man, two two OKR on wax. J Hen, LJ. We out. Let's go. We out. <laughs>